the videos that we've been watching are hard hitting stuff since May. Of course, the songs are not. They're just relax. Get real. Psalm 71, which is the song we're going to look at today, so if you have your Bibles, it's a good idea to have Psalm 71. I see these in the pictures. Psalm 71 was written by an old man. That was in context. It's not really three, three times he says, I was once young. But now I know. And that fits my condition exactly. <laughs> That's the author of the song. What is the context of the song? Well, this I think people are quite certainly say. The context of the song is a very negative one. In verse 10, you'll see, for the enemies, Speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. They say God's forsaken him. Pursue him, seize him. But no one will rescue him. That's not just. I know a few people who disagree with me. The people who actually want to love the guy off. It's that kind of security. So there we have it, the elderly man in a situation of extreme negativity, hostility, opposition. And maybe someone like that here uh, this morning. I think I hope not. But perhaps at some time you can feel like that, the world's against me. And it's interesting to know how, how this guy responds to it. I did it by this, I would probably try to justify myself in a situation like that, getting to accommodate my wounds. But he doesn't do this. Be not far from me, O God. Come quickly and we go to help. The very first verse of the psalm, in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. His immediate reaction is to <coughs> focus on God. Not just a God who's somehow up there in the heavens and have a theoretical power, but a God who he knows. And this is going to come again, we're going to come across this again and again in the song. A God whom he knows and who knows it. The other thing we can come across a lot in this song is our responsibility to make that God known to the next generation. Now, I'm very aware that there are many people this morning who are not parents. But we're a family church and we have all these 
this guy is sitting around here. And there are many people here who are going to be parents. And I think it's, it's tremendously important as we look at the psalm to make us aware of our responsibility to the next generation. Then again, we're the three recurrence in scripture to my children and my children's children. I am responsible at least two generations. And so are all of us. We have responsibility to our children, very obviously. But we also have a responsibility to the next generation, to our children's children. And this is going to come across again, again and again in the song. We, we live in a, in a kind of culture in which there is a lot of opposition to, uh, to what we stand for, to God. I may know whether you've been looking at see the shots from James Walter um, on Certain Street, Church Street, looking, looking back, that's what they tell us, looking back to where we come from, and it, it's massive. You know, it really, it really is colossal. Now, if we've been shouting that way, that way, and all that creation, what does this make out of God? But all the explanations, from what we've seen now from James Wigmore, was that Jeff always was in totally secular terms. The last thing that he's thought of is the creator, is the one who made it. In fact, one of the purposes of this, this whole exercise is to try to see where we came from. And it's, I just really don't, I am quite frightened because it is this tends to, to define where we came from in terms of utterly impersonal and utterly unreal. It's a theology, or it's a science, that starts from creation and looks at nothing. It emphasizes that, that we live on a tiny piece of dust in this immensity. And that we actually don't matter at all. C.S. Lewis used to say, we live on the visited planet. We then start way out there. We start where we are. And we are on a planet in which the creator of all this immensity decided to offer himself up in a human body and live amongst us. And then this is the starting point. Sin has entered into us. We are going to find ourselves in negative situations. What 
same confidence in my life. Not the arrogance. Not the perfect of God. That's all. 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 That's Prayer, praise, proclamation. He's, he's the guy who wants to talk about God. He wants to talk in a different context about God and his marvelous deeds. And again, it's not a theoretical God. It's a testament to understanding my life. And a testament doesn't mean how I was going to do it. I can do that. But if we've got down to this past week, what is my testimony of God now? I'm just talking about I'm just talking about I'm just talking about We tend to speak with two voices. We speak with a single voice. If it's God who's blessed me, and it's the same, so it's the same God who's blessed me, and I'm not going to say it's the same. Do you think it's good to have to leave me in the last one? Prayers. Praise the living God. Is praise in our home. They appreciate God. They thought he was great. Why didn't he let my home do? And he spoke about him. They didn't call him. They didn't artificial thoughts. They had such consciousness of God in their home that they could just talk about him because he was sitting at the same table as And he wanted to do any of that conversation with them. God was real. To them. They cut back to people in the cases. And I more and more in their life. So, this is what the sort of hand remembers. But what about now? His aim is to end well. Peace. 
And then there's the other side who's going to be yes and loyal and hardworking to do what you do. Which is the man who had hope? If it's the guy who drank and shaped the prostitutes. He comes to the end of himself and he comes to himself and he says, how many of our father's servants have got anything? He remembers home. He remembers his father. I will tell you He has an experience which he takes with him, and because of that, he knows he can go back. I will return. And I will say to my father, Father, I have sinned against God against you. And he knew that word does not it was hope in him. Now I want to say that because there may be somebody here who doesn't yet know Jesus in that kind of personal way, which makes a fundamental and transforming difference to your life. And I want you to become a person of hope in the whole personal world. And in many cases, it is a hope personal world. And people of hope who come into a knowledge of the saving God, the loving God, and allow him to transform your life. If you're in that category, you don't really know what I'd like to do. I invite you to come to my home that way today. You don't have to be the shoes, or you don't have to be seen there, you don't have to be seen there too. Don't talk to them. They don't know what to say. What you, all you need to say is, I want to know God. It's just my word, right? And they know what to do from there. I hope. He wants to tell you of his hope. He wants you to experience his love. The God of the universe is a God who knows you. He wants you to know him. He knew you since you were born. He wants to fill your life. He wants to change you. And then he wants to make you shine. So whatever your background may be, you may be drinking heavily and sleeping across the gates like the father's son. But the father's looking for you. So here. Now let's get the other side. It's the one that I have. Curious. His father comes after him, and notice that his father doesn't sing for him. His father goes out to him just as much as his father went out to the other. And he says, All these years I have saved this for you. Sitting in the dark. He's got a slave master who will get his hand. He's like a possible. You didn't allow me even one little goat so that I could have a party with my friend. In my closest need, I yield you. And it's a hope. 
that is fine. I think in certain circumstances, I still would get better. He's not good. That is what one sees. There may be something like that too. We need to hear the promise. You have to be with me always. And everything I have is yours. Please have this one. That's what gives her. That's what the story is. That long wait is in the last hour. That's what she said. It was spirit. It was moving. It's a way we need to see what the meaning of hope is. You are working hard to do good work by and large purpose. Well, the hope we face are very shallow foundations. The hope that we have is the hope of God who has become one of us, who died a painful death on our behalf and is the second death. I understand what the parenting did in the past year where I found myself in hospital and so forth. And that means that my age has got dead. Well, I didn't. <laughs> but I certainly wondered where I was going to. And I just want to be a testimony to the fact that Jesus was there speaking hope. And it made it all because it kind of gets rid of fear. It makes you feel that even if you're at the end of the day, it's actually a future that the lights out there to which God is moving. There is a father, and he's got a smile on his face. And that the sin, and it is considerable, that I have carried with me, isn't there anymore. It's a wonderful, wonderful statement, I think you remember. Their sin will I remember no more. Have you ever tried not remembering something? Yeah, you have to forget things. Yeah. But try not remembering. Because the moment you try not remembering, you'll remember. Yeah. God can tell you. What does that sin come down to God? Does it? Huh? Have you considered? And God can tell you to read the end and say, Funny. I don't remember. Praise God of Christ. Praise him for that reality. Perhaps you get the effect of some sentiment. Bring hope into your hands. Bring hope into your family. Carry hope in your life. Speak hope and say to me that you work and play. Tell them that there is a God out there. There is a person Christ. It isn't Dark pit at the end of the road. Yeah. It's a shining light. Yeah. And show you what he is carrying out with you. 15 to 17. 15 to 17. My mouth. What is the mouth of singing? Not your home. And your workplace must be. 
My mouth will tell of your righteousness, of your salvation all day long. Then I do not expect I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, O Son of God. I will proclaim your righteousness, yours alone, since my youth, O Lord, you have taught me. And to this day, I declare your mercies. Prayer, praise, confirmation, hope. At the end of the week, I said to just take that small words away with you. Prayer, praise, confirmation, hope. This is my life, this must be my life. Come, Holy Spirit. Just come. Feel it. Just build it into my life. And when it comes to it, just pray. And then verse 18. Even when I am old and gray, don't forsake me, O God. He doesn't. Till I declare your power to the next generation. Your might to all who are to come. This is Liberty Family Church. Yes, not all of us have families. But for those who do, that is the emphasis I believe today. And to those who are single, to younger members who will be fathers and mothers one day, please, begin now to develop the pattern of life that you are going to transform the others to your own life and lifestyle. Prayer, praise, proclamation and hope. I want to get up in the family. See, as it were, into the future. Oh, I've done it very well. Um, families <laughs> are still reflecting that. And so it is carried on. A society in which the light grows. We're going to end this time together with the communion. But we use the for communion. They are the product of COVID. I don't like them at all. Because they make something great happen to it. But they represent something enormously important. These in here are the weight which to represent bread. And Jesus saw bread and said, This is my body, which was broken for you. Broken, broken. And condemn some great juice, and Jesus said, This is the new covenant in my blood. 